T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Mark Hockman. You know what? I might get a breast reduction. Shut up, you jag off. Channing Crowder. Throw the spinner. Chicken and cheese is an aphrodisiac. Alejandro Solana. Rudy Gobert. Those are your weather. You look slightly zooted. I might have tailgated a little bit. Sports. Thursday night football. You can watch it on your ring doorbell. I had some whoopee in a bunch of Waffle House parking lot. Is milk liquid cow? Mr. Unlimited. More sports. There's pork, but sometimes you gotta eat poke. It's raining testicles! The most sports. If you're in a pickle, just call Swickle. What's going on here? I ain't getting no action last night. The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. I like it, Solana. Little, uh, little Prince to get us started on a Tuesday. I know Crowder became a, uh, a late Prince fan. You missed the uh, the heyday. Man, when I went to Paisley Park, I fell in love with this man. Yes, sir. He had a yes, cafe. Sir. He had a full working cafe in the middle of his house. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is so cool. G stuff. He just was a G. <laughs> I was talking to someone. I was on a text thread the other day. This is uh, apropos of nothing. We're going to talk Dolphins, obviously. Uh, we have to talk about the Georgia TCU game. Because that was something. That was a game. Uh, that 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 Georgia team is in a different stratosphere than TCU, and mm-hmm. and TCU. It makes me question Michigan. To be quite honest, that's what that's what I came away <laughs> in, in that game. Like, what? <laughs> How yeah. the hell did they beat Michigan? You um, know what? Who told us last week? Danny Cannell was like, the real championship was Georgia Ohio yep. State. Everything yeah. else is just gravy. Georgia is the king of college football, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of the pictures, though, of like Stetson Bennett next to... I saw a picture of him next to... Uh, he was being interviewed by... Um, who's the guy? I'm, I'm blanking on his name. He played for you guys, Florida. The, 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 the guy. Everybody loves him. He performs Tebow. circumcisions. Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Funny way to describe someone. He was a Heisman candidate. First round draft pick. He won a playoff game in the NFL. <laughs> like, he performs circumcisions. <laughs> well, whatever it takes. Did Go you see the it. picture? Did you see it, Solana, of Tebow and, and Stetson Bennett together? I didn't know. I didn't see that picture. I mean, Stetson Bennett's like, he's like, skinny you know he's tiny his second rushing touchdown he he walked in and the lineman was right next to him and the angle that the camera had I was like this dude is a coke bottle he is yeah. tiny 
is he going to be a pro quarterback? I, I had seen a funny, I don't know if it was Ross Tucker after the first touchdown throw. I think it was Ross Tucker had tweeted out like, wow, uh, great look by Stetson Bennett there. He is going to make a terrific slot receiver. Um, <laughs> but then he was like, you know, just joking. This guy's got the goods. But man, physically, he's small. Oh, man, they got him at 5'11", 190. That means 5'10", 175. That's right. a tiny human being, man. Right? And like you said, well, the, the height, would, I would say, Hawk, we have a undersized quarterback down here in South Florida. That is true. But at least he got a little meat to him. I, don't, I would worry about his durability because he can make right. all the throws. We, we've seen that this season. He can play quarterback. Tua's thick. Like he does, yeah. but you know, um, you look at Stetson Bennett, and I'm like, I I can't imagine Bradley Chubb, you know, whipping him around, and and him being okay, but not yeah. my problem to deal with, I guess. Yeah, but funny thing, that was his whole, you know, now watching the two games, you hear his whole story, a walk on, had to go to junior college, like yeah. nobody really believed in him. So are we are we doing it now at the next level? I would say yes. I don't know if somebody wastes a top a top pick on him. Right. I mean, that it seems like such a game. I mean, obviously, you'll get to uh, the NFL. They'll put some some muscle on you. But you'd think that they would have done that at Georgia. Yeah. And you got Bryce Young. You got uh, uh, Stroud, TJ Stroud. No, there's, there's good quarterbacks. No, there's good quarterbacks. Yeah. And he's a champion. I would say his numbers are right there with those guys, Hawk. He's undefeated, but he's just – you know, now at the next level, does it translate? I would, I would question. I don't even know if he'll go in the first round. Man, it was a uh, that was a uh, mm. an ass whooping last night. That was when, not a game. When my when my son doesn't want to watch the game anymore, I knew something was wrong. Yeah, it was tough. It was like uh, DJ and I went out. Uh, it was the second half, and I'm like, "You want me to take it for like a milkshake or something?" He's like, "Yeah, let's go get some milkshake and fries." I took him to McDonald's. Like, like usually the second half is when you lunker down and you get ready for uh, whatever. And it was like everybody was looking for something to do at that point. I, well, my eleven. Yeah, you have you. How old did you? Eighteen now. Eighteen. So now, yeah, you know, he's a grown. I'm still at eleven. I I start getting the questions of how the game could get good again. Mm. So little chance saying, "Daddy, so let's say the whole Georgia defense gets hurt right now." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Chan, they'll still win. Um, let's say the power goes off and they play the game tomorrow. They have to finish the game. No, Chan, they're still yeah. going to win. How about if Georgia has to play with five players? The ref goes nuts. He says they have to play with five players. Yeah, they still win. <laughs> they still win. He wanted the game to be good so bad. Dolphins, uh, the official line is 10 and a half. It is there. It is 10 and a half, which leads me to believe that Vegas believes Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the starting quarterback for the Dolphins on Sunday. Um, and there is still a slight chance that Tua could play. I was reading David Furonis's story in the Sun Sentinel, and the end of the story says, and with little clarity on the quarterback situation Monday, McDaniel's hoping to have better clarity Wednesday when the team returns to drills. Players are away from the team facilities yesterday and today is an off day. Um, and so I, I guess they are holding out some hope that Tua might be cleared in time to play. I, I don't even know if they would let him play if he was cleared officially in the concussion protocol. My guess is it's Teddy Bridgewater, and that's based nothing on the line at 10 and a half. Yeah, no. And then if Teddy plays with a bad finger, 
he gets hit, not even sacked, just hit. He falls down. He can't protect that hand. I just right. – this quarterback situation is terrible right now. Now, for the Dolphins going into the playoffs against a top-banging defense, Hawk, take the – let's lay it. Let's lay it to the yeah. half. Yeah. yeah. It, is, it just uh, doesn't look good. And dubious. the crazy thing, Hawk, we talked about it yesterday. They split this season series. They won the one in Miami. They lost the one in Buffalo. By a total of five-point difference. It was a two-point win and a three-point loss. These teams are comparable when healthy. But the Dolphins are far from healthy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I knew I was going to set the texters off with my example of Bradley Chubb whipping them around. I just looked at the Kendall Toyota text line. Bradley Chubb ain't whipping anybody around, not <laughs> since we got him. <laughs> yeah, we got you. I know. All right, so uh, we'll talk some Dolphins today. Rhonda Gadston is going to join us. Coach Katie Meyer, that is a winning basketball program. The University of Miami women's basketball program had two top 25 uh, upsets this uh, past week. Coach Katie Meyer is going to join us. And we got to get to uh, 15 minutes of heat later on in the show. Ira Winderman has come out with his midseason grades for the Miami Heat, and we always enjoy that. So let's begin today's show, though, with headlines and Alejandro Solana. The sports update, it's driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. 65-7, to that was your final score yesterday. Any of you guys see Nick Saban on the broadcast yesterday? Yeah, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> there was a uh, a moment, I don't know if you saw it, Crowder, where, um, who was it? It was um, uh, Pollock. Yeah, David Pollock says that Georgia is the king of, <laughs> Georgia is the, the rightful owner of college football, and Nick Saban is just kind of hmm, looking. <laughs> he was kind of looking at David Pollock the way that he looked at me when I uh, extended my hand. <laughs> Oh, I hope Alabama doesn't come back. Oh, goodness. You know what? We talked about Belichick yesterday. I, I don't care if Belichick gets the Patriots back right. I don't want Nick Saban to get back on top. Oh, you, you know you get no argument from me. I just, it's, I don't know. And he drafted me. Like, I should like Nick Saban a lot more than I do. But just uh, my no stories, you've heard, you've heard them all. He's just, he's a very unnice human. You know how I feel. Why is ESPN trying to sell him as like a broadcaster? I, like I saw a lot of people saying that they were impressed with him, that he looked loose and that he was having fun. He wasn't um, like he wasn't a stiff board last night. You know what I mean? Like I I have a preconceived notion about him, so it'd be difficult for me to ever really uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy him. But he wasn't a stiff board. I, I truthfully, I didn't watch it, but like I just can't get past the notion that he is a guy that thinks he's better than everybody, and he lied directly to our faces, and now I have to hear him talk about a sixty-five to seven blowout with a team that he clearly doesn't like. Uh, just, just like save it for a non-SEC team. Do you, do you know how I knew that you did not watch any of last night's game? I watched maybe six minutes of it right at the start of the second half. Uh, I knew because you texted me and Crowder a Twitter video, you know, of all the rain coming into the stadium last night, and they showed it 500 times during the broadcast. And so I said to myself, <laughs> well, if Solana's just stumbling upon that this morning, there is no chance that he watched any of that game. 
I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I, I got back from uh, from the gym right as the second half was beginning. I turned on, and I knew it was our blowout already from my group chats. I watched until the second Georgia touchdown in the, the third quarter, which came within five minutes of the third quarter happening, and I just turned it off. You know how You know how bad the game was? I decided to go put gas in my car. Because, <laughs> you know, you always say, I'll just do it tomorrow morning. And right, tomorrow yeah, the morning nighttime comes. gas run is when you're really looking for something to do. <laughs> tomorrow morning comes, you wish you had done it the night before. I said, you know what, I'll go put gas in my car. That's how yeah, bad the yeah. game was. That's when you know you're looking for something to do. <laughs> I've done that now that DJ's at college. You know, he's home now for uh, winter break, but now that he's at college, like, there are plenty of nights where I'm just sitting around. It's enough already of just me and Lori in the house. You know, I'm going to go fill the car with gas. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to fill the car with gas. <laughs> you drive to Miami from Boca. <laughs> you know, it's cheaper down in Dade. I'll see you in a couple hours. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I've drove I've drove past my neighborhood once or twice. Oh, yeah. miss missed yeah. the turn. I'll go around. <laughs> CTE. You could just blame it on CTE right. Oh, you know that's my out. Yeah. Um Heat versus Thunder tonight, seven thirty PM or what's left of the Miami Heat. Everybody's out. <laughs> Bam, Tyler, Caleb Martin, and Kyle Lowry, four of your five starters are out for tonight's game against the Thunder. All right. Should they still win anyway? Mm, eh, 50-50, coin flip. <laughs> okay, thank you. Panthers avalanche tonight in Colorado, 9.30 p.m. Very good. Looking forward to it. You guys ready for some Marlins news yet? Is it too early? I am. This is a good signing. I like this. Yeah. Los Marlins signed veteran pitcher Johnny Cueto to a one-year deal. Johnny Cueto. Yeah, Johnny uh, Cueto. No. <laughs> Johnny Cueto. Oh, we're saying the same thing. No, we're not. Because he's been in the league forever. He's mm-hmm. Johnny Cueto, and you cannot come in, you know, uh, bouncing around with your Uruguayan uh, slant on things and just say, Johnny Cueto. 16th MLB season. Emable. Yeah. <laughs> For go. Johnny Cueto. 13, mark it down. Emable. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's going in his head. He's like, why didn't I just say Johnny Cueto? <laughs> uh, you guys see this? Sandy Alcantara was given the key to the city today, and January 10th is now known as Sandy Alcantara Day in Miami. I did see that. Uh, the mayor, Francis Suarez, uh, gave him that honor today. And so at first I was like, mm, little cutesy. You know, Sandy Alcantara Day, eh, a little cutesy. Now, what did you say? Forevermore, January 10th is Sandy Alcantara Day? I mean, January 10th is now known as Sandy Alcantara Day in the city of Miami. I don't know if it's forevermore. If they'll no, be celebrating it's not forevermore. I, 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 I just want to make sure that you understand. Like, today is Sandy Alcantara Day. You get to January 10th next year, it's not Sandy. Like, he didn't make a Miami holiday. Oh, okay. I, no, I, I, I read the story, and I thought it was January 10th, as in 
for the next 50 years on January <laughs> is, 10th. It'll be known as Sandy Alcantara Day. <laughs> He's Martin Luther King? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but they do that all the time. Come on. <laughs> they do that all the time. Come on. No, they give away a key to the city all the time, and they proclaim it Sandy Alcantara Day. But I wanted to make sure that you don't think that it's that day every day every year. I, I understood the story as it was. My apologies. It wouldn't so be you that think crazy. 35 years from now, somewhere in Miami, it's Sandy Alcantara Day? It's not somewhere in Miami. It's the city of Miami. And right. I didn't read, I didn't read anywhere that it was today, January 10th, 2023. All the headlines and all the stories I was reading in the Herald, who also announced Mayor Francis Suarez, January 10th will be known as Sandy Alcantara Day in the city. So I, I, right. and, and maybe Today I misinterpreted January it. January 10th, it is Sandy Alcantara Day. Okay. You think it's a holiday now. I'm not, I'm not saying it's comparable saying to Martin Luther King Mi- Jr. Day. No, I'm no, just no, saying you that. You think it's on the Miami-Dade calendar, in other words. Like the, the official city calendar that they give to all their employees every year. You think January 10th will be noted as Sandy Alcantara Day? I think at the very bottom of January 10th, you may see in italics, Sandy Alcantara Day. imagine this guy? This guy believes that Miami has proclaimed every January 10th Sandy Alcantara Day. I mean, he's a Cy Young winner. I mean, uh, that's a pretty big honor. It's the highest honor in Major League Baseball. (laughs) That's right. It is. He, He would be the only athlete in Miami history to have a day. Right. I mean, it's just, mm. it's laughable to think, to think that every January 10th would be saying. <laughs> that is well, adorable. They should, you are adorable. You're no, adorable. No, you I mean, that's, no. that's, on, that's on everybody else who's writing no, the stories. No, no, it's Make, only on the idiots. Specify. It's only on the idiots. <laughs> specify January 10th of 2023. Today is Sandy Alcantara Literally Day. no one, no one needed specification on that <laughs> other than you. And you happen to be the guy announcing the news to all of Miami. You know what? I'm celebrating Sandy Alcantara Day next year, January okay. 10th. Yeah, you put it as a recurring holiday okay. in your calendar. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Ah. Oh my God, that's funny! I got to get some clarification on this. I'm I'm still yeah, not certain you guys do. are right. He, he yeah. just clarified it for text, you. Text Calvin Hughes, <laughs> and, and, and once he's done laughing, he'll text you back. <laughs> Where did Calvin Hughes come from? <laughs> it's my news source. <laughs> this transcends sports in my mind. This goes right to news. Calvin. You see Carlos Correa, $200 million. He signed with uh, the Twins, Minnesota Twins. Listen, I'll believe it when I see him in an actual uniform. He's been on three teams this <laughs> offseason. I'll believe it when I see it. Your, uh, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com, free consultations. Call them 866-954-MORE. It is a beautiful January 10th, Sandy Alcantara Day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Go out, celebrate it. Get a Sandy jersey. That's your weather. <laughs> All right, very good. Aronde Gadsden is Tuesdays, but it's not official or national. And when we're done, he'll just disappear into the ether. It's not. It's not something that'll continue on forever and ever. But Aronde Gadsden will join us next. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Everything's better with bacon. 
Stock and Crowder. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Bro, it's OG, Aranda Gasson, your favorite Miami Dolphins wide receiver. Now throws. Oh, what a catch! What a catch by Aranda Gasson! I'm coming up next on the Hawkman and Crowder Show. I'm Mount Rushmore of chicken wing flavors. Honey barbecue, mild, medium, and boneless. Boneless? This won't be no Kirkland brand appearance. No boneless wings, no square pizza. This won't even be a vegan situation. Let's go! Go out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Aronde Gadsden. Now, Aronde, I mentioned this yesterday. He played wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins during their last playoff victory, which mm-hmm. was the year 2000. Do you think Ooh. he remembers all? Like, would you remember? Do you yes. remember all your teammates from 08? <laughs> no. You. <laughs> I remember. But the did you go to the playoffs the, in 08? Yeah, but the important ones, Hawk. It's like 50 guys. That's a lot of people. Uh, let's bring on a Ronde. Hello, OG. Yo, what's up? Do you remember all your teammates? Do you remember the wide receivers? Could you name, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. There were six wide receivers, it looks like, on the depth chart in that 2000 season when you won a playoff game. Do you remember them? No. Uh... <laughs> I remember him. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> I still not remember necessarily him. by name. <laughs> but not necessarily by name. But I remember him. I, if, if you call a name, I, I remember him. I mean, me, OJ, was Lamar still there? He was not. No. Uh, Chris? <laughs> um, no, it was you, OJ, Tony Martin. Oh, Tony Martin, yeah. Damon Savage? Did that guy ever play? I don't even know who that is. No, I don't know who that is. See, you Leslie don't know. Right there, so I don't know. <laughs> Leslie Shepard? Leslie Shepard, yes, yep. Uh, Jeff Ogden? Oh, Jeff, yeah, Jeff. Do you remember do you remember that uh that playoff win? Yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. Vividly, vividly, Lamar Lamar Smith ran and ran and ran and ran some more. Yeah, he scored the touchdown in overtime, right? Yep. I blocked. I blocked. You did? 
If I go back yeah, and look really. at the highlight, I'm going to see you blocking on that? Uh, probably not. Probably you'll see me jumping up on the sideline, but I was in there. I was there. I caught a pass in that in that series that led to the run that scored the touchdown that won the game. All right. There you go. So he yeah. had a hand yeah, yeah. in the uh in the last you def- when he scores, you'll definitely see me jump up on the sideline and run in and, <laughs> and give some people some high five. Oh, do you a good blocker? Because you were a big ass receiver. You better been able to block. Oh, man, I was a good blocker. I was a great blocker outside on those 5'10 cornerbacks. I get them all the time. <laughs> you, ain't going to, you ain't going in that box, though. You good. No, could you, honestly, no. could, you, could, you block, could you block a big yeah. dude? Oh, or, yeah. Or, or, oh, yeah. Could you? oh, yeah, I block a big dude. I, I tried to block Neil Smith and Chris Slade, but they, they yeah, won't we have know. it. We know I the tried. Neil Smith story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's talk Dolphins here. So it was a season of ups and downs, a very streaky season. Um, but the Dolphins are a playoff team, and it is Correct. year one of the Mike McDaniel era, and they go to the playoffs. And so overall, did they meet your expectations for this season? Did they fall short? Did they exceed your expectations? Like now that you look back on it, they're a playoff team. What uh, what what do you feel about the team and season one? Uh, I, I feel like. I feel they met my expectations. I thought they'd make the playoffs. I, I, I didn't, you know, with the additions, um, especially of Tyree Kill, I, I thought they would make the playoffs. Um, not in this fashion, but I thought they'd, they'd make the playoffs. I didn't think it would be this uh, sketchy, this squirrely coming down to the end, but I, I think, um, you know, they did what they had to do and they, they won the game. Um, you know, it was, it was, you know, if you if you can remember – Back in July, I, I, I said the same thing. It'd be tough for, for Mike McDaniel to come in as a 38-year-old head coach and, and win a lot of games. I know, you know, it, it seemed that way at the beginning, but then, you know, people caught on to it. And then um, I told you that uh, that second game in Buffalo would be the game we needed to win, and we did not. And um, so here we are, you know. I, you know, I, I don't know. Hadn't heard everything about going into this game. I know we got a few people hurt, a few fingers <laughs> broken on p- different people. But uh, other than that, you know, you, you made the playoff. If that was the goal, then you, um, you, uh, you know, made the goal. OG, I did the pregame for 11 years and did one playoff pregame. Your first year doing Dolphin pregame, you going to the playoffs, baby. It was, it was my fault, OG. I, I don't know what took them so long to get rid of you. That's the problem. <laughs> and, 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 and look, man, look, look. You, we boys, we boys. You and I are boys. And when you don't do the keys to the game, can you tell me now? Can you help me out? Can you help me I out? did them this week. I did them this week. <laughs> Just a little heads up. Because I get on the radio and they, they're like, Channing didn't do the keys to the game. You got to do them. All right. What's the keys to the game? All right, we're back with Dolphin game day. Oh, man, I don't know the key. I'm shaking my keys because that's what I got. And come on, man, let me know. Text me in the morning. I'm up there at 830. Text me. Say, hey, I, I, I forgot to do them. I see you at the game. You kiki. Hey, OG, did good job. But I just had to do the keys of the game because you in Egypt. Come on, bro. Come on, get yourself together. Get yourself my, together, my bro. Bad, OG. You know what? I yeah, got you right. round two of the playoffs. I guarantee I'll do it for <laughs> round two. Round two. Huh? <laughs> round two. <laughs> but, 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 OG, 
you talking about this season, just uh, quickly about the entire season, because I heard you talk about it on the pregame. What are you like? What's the explanation of the streakiness? Three game, three wins, three losses, five wins, five losses. Like, what's the explanation of that? I, I think the explanation is uh, familiarity. I, I think you know the first few games, they, they you know, we the teams didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? We were we were hitting them over the middle. We were Tyreek. Look, I, I did the stats the other day, and Tyreek Hill has like 116 catches. I mean, going into the game, I don't I don't know what happened after the game. He, he didn't have but too many. Okay, let's say 118 because he didn't have too many. So. He had 116 going into the game. I think Waddle had 78, and then it drops off to 28. You know, like that—that's mm. kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and, and so I think, you know, after 15 games, after 10 games of seeing what we were doing, defensive coordinators got got onto it, and we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't adjust enough to make a difference in the games. And and I think that's what the streakiness was. You know, when you see the the you know the same people again, or the people had enough film to watch. Then you—that's when you run into problems, and that's what I'm saying. He, you know, being 38, haven't seen everything. Have you know, like, you know, he took you know, you know, five million tons of equipment to Buffalo for. I mean, we go to Buffalo all the time. We don't take five million. It's cold. They gonna throw snowballs. What's the deal? Like, yo, know, you can't stop that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, the snowballs might have ice on. They always had ice on. My first game, 1998, we go to Buffalo, and the old lady, 80 years old, flipping off Dan Marino, throwing eggs at the bus, like, hey, lady, don't do that. That's not nice. They don't care about that. You what know, else is and, there to and do so, with you know, those, anyway. things, those things he hadn't seen, just like he, he said, you know, Mike McDaniel said, hey, I've been in these games before. No, you haven't. Not as a head coach, you haven't. (laughs) You know, and so those are the things that I think transpired to make us so streaky because, you know, we always talked about those three games were always on the schedule, San Francisco, the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers, wherever they are, and Buffalo. Those three games were on the schedule at the beginning. We knew we had to go on the road in those three games and they'd be tough. And, you know, we were like, oh, we get one of them. We didn't get none of them, and so things got tough, you know. And and um, that's what happens. What uh, what about this Sunday? Can they can they can they reasonably? Put, I, I mean, obviously go you home, can win. Well, I, I don't want to say, say can they. Well, can, <laughs> can they win the Super Bowl on February fourth? I mean, no, can can they can they go to Buffalo? Let's assume two is not going to play, and we probably won't know officially till tomorrow. Let's assume that it's either Teddy Bridgewater, Skyler Thompson. Can they win a game in Buffalo during the playoffs against Josh Allen and this Bills team? What about Mike Glennon? Is he still playing or no? Listen, don't joke. You might see him on Sunday. <laughs> um, you know, I, I would I would say yes, and you know, any given Sunday. Um, but um, it's going to be tough, especially with the you know, Hamlin thing going on, it, it, it's, it's going to be pretty tough. And, you know, without the running back playing now, we just going, I mean, I like Jeff Wilson. He he runs hard, but, you know, he, he doesn't have the breakaway speed that we need because, you know, when you got to back up third string, second string, court, you have to steal points. You have to steal points through somehow, or, you know, defense have to get a pick six, the special teams have to score. You got to get a running back. 
you know, you get to get somebody to pick up a fumble and run 56 yards. Something has to happen. We have to steal some points and just, just playing them straight up. I, I, I don't think we have enough firepower, uh, to do it because, like I say, the, the book is out. They're, you know, Buffalo probably had the same game plan that the Jets had some way. I mean, we didn't go. We didn't even get close to the. You know what I'm saying? Like that was, ugh, that was brutal. You know, watching that game last week. So, um, I I, I don't know, but you know what? I, I had a a question asked me last night, and I I want I want to bring it up to you and see what you think about it. Do you think if we had the three hundred million dollars to give to Lamar Jackson, this would make us a Super Bowl team? Ooh, so you go out, Lamar Jackson will be available after the season. You get Lamar Jackson. I mean, the way that they looked with Tua during that five game winning streak, they looked like they were an elite NFL team. Give me, you know, and I like Tua a lot. Make it an MVP, a quarterback that's already won the MVP. Put that guy in there. Yeah, I think so. Don't you? Because we had we 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 had the playoffs with summer tour, not summer tour, whatever. So Lamar Jackson, especially the way because he's never had anybody close to the two Lamborghini Ferraris we got. He's always had you know Camrys and. Uh, escorts out there playing wide receiver. Now, for him to have somebody like those two guys, you know, I I mean, it's just just food for thought because he'll be up and, you know, if if Tua, you know, today Tua decides like, hey, I can't, you know, I I, I can't, you know, do it in fear of, you know, scrambled eggs hard with cheese in my head. You know what I mean? Like, it probably, probably, you know that that would be. I, I was just thinking, would that would that make it work? Would that put us over where we need to be? Um, you know. But anyway, it, it's just a food for thought. Uh, just to think, you know, him coming home, him playing for us. I mean, we'd have to find the money. We'd probably have to get rid of some people. It'd probably be like a, like a. No, it wouldn't be a trade. It wouldn't be anything like that. He, he's free, right? Lamar Jackson be a free agent. I believe correct? he's a free agent, yeah. right? He gambled yeah. on himself this season. Yeah. So. We'll see, but um, going into Buffalo gonna be tough. It's just gonna be tough with all the motion they got going on, plus the way you know they're playing. And I, I think, I think they got the upper hand to get to the Super Bowl because of the neutral site. To be quite honest. And OG, just about this offense too, because I'm they scored nine points, like nine points. That's embarrassing, and won the game, which is even more embarrassing for the Jets. How do they score? Hey, look, some we used points? to do it all the time, man. When I played, we used to do it all the time. <laughs> We should put it on the bracket. Y'all putting up 11 OG? That was around his existence for some of the time. A solid 11 with a Lindo kicking the last three. A solid 11. A solid (laughs) 11. But that defense defense was biting, though. That defense was biting. Oh, we heard the defense yesterday on that 2010. Was it Brock Marion, Pat Sam, oh JT Zag? Ridiculous. Yeah, y'all had Daryl Gardner was still <laughs> yeah. there. Y'all had some monsters on that defense. Tim Bowens, we had some people on that defense. Defensive linemen, like, Trace Armstrong, Tim Bowens, yeah. Daryl Gardner. Yeah, we had Jason monster Taylor. Squad. <laughs> we had Monster Squad. Man, Who was Kenny defense. Mixon was there now? Yeah, <laughs> Kenny Mixon was on that team. Yeah, but yeah, squad. Hey, but, OG, how do they really score? Because Buffalo ain't putting up nine. Now, Buffalo going to get into the 20s. Like, I'm I'm not joking or sound like I'm joking. Like, flea flickers, fumble rooskies, 
um, annexation of Puerto Rico off the Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> OG, something? Can, a, do, should they try something? A treaty. We got a treaty today that's going up to Buffalo and let's sign it say, look, we have to at least get a touchdown. Um, I don't know. Like I said, we got to steal some points. Like, that's what I'm saying. Tyreek Hill has to catch one and go – you know, go 75 or, you know, Waddle has to, you know, it, it, it's going to be a way that we steal some points. Um, but to be quite honest, we did run the ball pretty effectively last game. I mean, uh, you know, Raheem had, what, 140? I don't know what he had. Like, I mean, just, you know, and yeah. and, and that's part of the problem. Uh, the Part of the issue is, you know, boy, Wonder has to come up with some new stuff. Like, everybody on to the – you know, stuff you got going on. You you have to, if you don't have the personnel to physically, you know, outdo people, you know, this, you know, you don't want this to be a Georgia TCU situation, but <laughs> we have to figure out a way to. <laughs> I got to, more than you know. one text last night saying, man, I feel like I'm going to feel this way on Sunday as that, <laughs> right. as that game was playing saying, out like, last night. I had a couple of texts going. Yeah, hmm. we, we have to we have to find a way to, you know, steal some points. That's what I'm saying. We have to get a pick six. We have to get, you know, them to muff a punt, and we get on top of it at the 10 and, and go in. Like, But I kind of think you're right there. To... It's up to Mike McDaniel, right? Like, Because he, he knows right. what the limitations are, and if he's an right. offensive guru, he's got to make not, – right. not that he could coach. Like, you you know, listen, I don't think there's a coach on the planet – if, if a team is really, really that much head and shoulders above you, I don't know if you could coach a team to victory, but you could coach a team right. or come up with a scheme that keeps you in the game, no? Right. I, I mean, listen, <laughs> TCU had no shot. I mean, I mm-hmm. listened to the speech. If you listen to the speech from, from, from Kirby, I know Sonny Dykes didn't get no speech like that before the game. I know he didn't have them people run through no walls. I, I can tell you that. I know that. I, I can tell that by the way they played. <laughs> you know, Georgia came on the plane with no AC. They came on soul playing. They got out that thing ready to fight. Like, they came on that thing. They had a short fuse, Jack. So, um, you know, I, they got to figure out a way. That's what I'm saying. He, he's not going to be able to, you know, hit hit Tyreek Hill across the middle for seven yards and hope he break out on the other side. That, 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 that was over. That was over against San Francisco. Once, once that stopped going, you know, it, it happens to everybody though. I can remember when when Cam Newton used to do the Superman. Everybody was like, "If you don't like it, then stop it." Okay, well, I ain't heard from Cam Newton since. You know what I'm saying? They, they <laughs> people, people stop it. People, people stop it. The little quick pass, like the fourth and seven, all the fourth down was cute. They, they ain't cute no more, um, boy. You know, they ain't cute no more. Like, fourth and seven to Waddle. He split the guys. Fourth and seven. We score. Ah, he got he got to carry him in a wheelbarrow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Game, game 15. Show it, show it to me on Sunday, right? Right. Game um, 15 didn't happen. I just got video. Our friend John Ruth at the UM Sports Hall of Fame, he just sent me video of the 2000 Colts-Dolphins game, and he said, fast forward to – 445 into the video and I did and there's the OG reception in overtime it was tied 17-17 do you know what the game situation was ah 
throw me the ball. I don't know. What was it? Tell me. Second and five. Set it up for me. Set it up for me, Brent Second and five. And then. Uh, Musburger, set it up for me. Second and five, you get a little uh, screen, and uh, you gave him the chicken little. Whoever the cornerback is that's on you, you gave him the chicken little. You went left, right, and then left again. You got past the first down marker. That's that's how you got to do it. That's how you got to do it. Dip a little bit, take a little bit, dip again. Well, then they ain't looking, you know. You got to make them look away, then dip. Everybody's so upset about, you know what I'm saying, double dipping ever since COVID. Nah, you still can double dip. You just got to make sure nobody look at <laughs> Yeah, go left, right, and then left again. You're good to go. I'll give you one more one more question before, uh, before we got to go here. Do you remember the three quarterbacks on the Dolphins roster in your 2000 playoff victory Dolphins squad? Oh, I got this down packed. I got this down packed. All right. Jay Fiedler. Yes, sir. Sage Rosenfels. And no, sir. Uh, <laughs> no, you're, 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 no. No? Okay. I don't have a down pack. <laughs> goes, no. All right. It was Jay Fiedler, Damon yep. Heward. Damon Heward was still there. Okay. And Mike Quinn. Holy macro, Mike, the mighty Quinn. That's what we used to call him, mighty Quinn. <laughs> no, you didn't. Mighty Quinn, mighty Quinn, <laughs> mighty Quinn. And mighty Quinn used to <laughs> – he could throw a ball now deep, far, far into the bucket. And he could do it. That's, that's all we could get from Quinn right there. <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> Mike you can Quinn, say that about Mike any quarterback Quinn, that's uh, been on any roster. Oh, he could throw that ball into the bucket. <laughs> You know who I wouldn't say that about? And this, listen, I, I I love him to death, and he's you know, I I, I couldn't say that about uh, the head coach for the ten the, the Tennessee Volunteers. He he wasn't doing it like that. <laughs> you talking about Eiffel? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Josh Eiffel wasn't throwing the ball deep into the bucket. He wasn't. It was Josh Eiffel, right? He was, it was Josh Eiffel? Yeah, he was good. Yeah. He was good at Oklahoma, but boy, he yeah. came there and boy, oof. <laughs> oh, gee, somebody tough. gonna snitch on tough. you? Cause I bow, I bad mouth Cleo Lemon one show, and he he texted me a couple minutes later. Somebody DM'd him talking about Crowder talking bad about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, Josh Heupel is a great coach at Tennessee. I, I thought he was good at UCF. He went undefeated. He did, won the national championship one year. So self proclaimed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we gotta go. Aronde Gadsden, thank you for making time I, I, for us. We'll we'll talk yeah, man, next no week after the Dolphins win on Sunday. Yep, and it can be uh, probably at that point it uh, it's probably be Skylar Thompson Day forever, <laughs> like whatever day that is. You know? <laughs> like <laughs> Sandy Alcantara, January twelfth is Skylar Thompson Day forever, forever. <laughs> C-O-G. I <laughs> There's a Ronda Gadsden. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.